This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. In the squadron, they called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Greg Kelly Show. Uh, New Year's. Happy New Year. This is the day, January 1st, 2024. It is a an honor, actually, to be sitting here on this day, which is also known as the only holiday the media, most of them, take so, so seriously. I mean, this is... <laughs> nobody comes to work on January 1st. You know who I heard that from first? Uh, Oliver North. Ollie North. Good friend of mine, not to drop names, and he even put this in his memoir. Do you remember Ali North, you know, the Iran-Contra affair? And he was like the biggest thing in the country for about a year and a half. And every day, reporters, photographers swarmed his house in northern Virginia every single day. Even on Christmas, Christmas Day, they were there. The one day they didn't show was New Year's Day, right? Because <laughs> they all got boxed up the night before. I hope you didn't. I did not. I don't do that anymore. It doesn't really mean much of anything. Uh, the, the time, whatever, the calendar, it's uh, it's not such a big deal. However, I do have about uh, 400 New Year's resolutions going, which uh, I think I can actually get these done. I think I can. I'm already off to a good start. Uh, they're small. Drink more water. Um, wake up earlier. That's a big one. Um, but... Hey, hold on a second. I saw all weekend long those retrospectives about uh, everything that happened in 2023. I did not know all this stuff happened in 2023. Did you know <laughs> the people who died in 2023? Some of these, I'm like, he died? He's dead? Are you kidding? I should have known about this. I should have heard about it. It's it's something about the way we process news. So, for instance... Bob Barker from The Price is Right died. Did you know that? I did not know that until this weekend. Bob Barker has been dead for months, months. And he was like, I really appreciated him growing up on The Price is Right. I did, even before I understood the show. I'm talking like 1974. Like, that guy looks like a gentleman. I want to be like that guy. Look at his suits, and he's got these beautiful women all over him. And it just looked like, he looked like James Bond, but kind of, you know, affable and, and, and like a good man. Anyway, why don't we know about these? Why, why don't I know about that? Why am I finding out now that uh, Cindy Williams died from Laverne and Shirley? Remember her? Laverne and Shirley, also seen in that great film, The Conversation. The Conversation. Who did The Conversation? Uh, I think it was Fra yeah, Francis Ford Coppola. Anyway, look, 15 years ago, the newspaper came out in the morning and we read it, right? And then we put it down and then we drove to work got on a train, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we did something else, and then maybe we looked at the paper again later in the day. Maybe, maybe, even longer ago, if you lived on Long Island, you'd get the evening paper. There's a finite number of stories there. So if somebody died, even if you weren't that interested in them, you would 
make note. You'd read the obituary. You read the whole thing, and then you'd wonder about it a little bit. There was only so many stories you could consume after that. There were only so many stories in the newspaper. But now they're, it's just constantly coming in. So, for instance, Tom Sizemore, he died. I didn't know it. Tom Sizemore, the guy who was in Saving Private Ryan. He was also in Heat. Gary Rossington. Granted, this is not a household name, but he was the big guitarist in um, Leonard Skinner. This one threw me. I did not know that Robert Blake died. Robert Blake, Beretta. He was in Beretta. Remember, he was accused of uh, killing his girlfriend, and somehow he was found not guilty, even though (laughs) she was shot in a car. He parked the car. He went. He had a dinner with her in a restaurant. Then they went back. Anyway, looked to me like he did it. But Robert Blake died. He also played a a great TV movie about Jonathan List. John List. Remember the John List case in Westfield, New Jersey. This maniac named John List killed his whole family and then adopted a new identity and moved to Virginia and for about 17, 18 years was living as a different person. Robert P. Clark, America's Most Wanted, did this whole, um, well, special on where is John List. And they created, like, this is what John List would look like right now. And uh, it looked just like this guy, Robert P. Clark, and everybody who knew Robert P. Clark said, I think this is the guy, and they arrested him, and they brought him back to New Jersey, and he died in prison. Anyway, Robert Blake played him. Who else died that I did not notice during the year? Um, I guess I know all these other ones. No, I don't, actually. Pee Wee Herman died? Uh, I kind of remember that. Jim Brown, the great football player, I knew that. Sinead O'Connor, I knew that. Lisa Marie Presley, I knew that, and when she died, I got to tell you, that really, that really made me sad. Uh, we were a basically roughly the same age, and I remember her growing up, and I remember how devoted her father was to her, and he, she to him, and gosh, you know, Elvis Presley, they had everything, everything. He died of a drug overdose. She died of uh, drugs. Was it a drug overdose for Elvis? He had a lot of drugs in him. I don't know. You know, poor people die of drug overdoses. Rich people die of drug overdoses. Um, My mom once said, too much of anything is not a good thing, especially drugs, but even money, even beauty, even just about anything. Too much of it can be a problem, and I hope you can manage it. Um... Let's see. Sinead O'Connor, Alan Arkin, Diane Feinstein, Dick Buckus. I kind of remember that. Raquel Welch, Gordon Lightfoot. I don't know. It just kind of, I, I feel like there should have been a bigger deal about some of these people dying. Tony Bennett, we all remember that. Hey, what this list means to me, what it reminds me of, what it, what, what, that we're all going to die. This is a pretty diverse list. People from all walks of life. And uh, they have one thing in common. They're all dead. And we have one thing in common. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. So we might as well uh, live well while we're here and live lives that honor God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've had I've had my experiences with ups and downs and challenges and living stubbornly my own way and then coming back and... Well, I'll talk more about this uh, in the month ahead, but one thing I am doing, 
in the months and years ahead. Look, you know, maybe you know I read the Bible, but I will tell you there was, there's been a phase where I was talking about reading the Bible more than I was reading the Bible, talking about it more than actually doing it. And that's a problem. Uh, number one, it raises all kinds of issues. It raises a little bit of hypocrisy. You know, I don't want to be guilty of hypocrisy, but I also want to avail myself of this wonderful, wonderful gift, this message from God that is available to each and every one of us, the Bible. And if you haven't read it, if you were like me, if you picked it up at a hotel room and you were kind of like, what the heck is this all about? The language can be so confusing and, well... Years ago, somebody gave me the Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible. Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible. He died this year, by the way. Um, Great man. I got to meet him in 2022. Had a beautiful conversation with him in person. Got to meet him. Went to Atlanta to see him, and I had some questions about faith. And he answered them. He was so patient, uh, so open, so accommodating, so generous. So his... um, the Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible just has these little footnotes and things like that that I needed. I needed a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of help kind of deciphering what things meant. I don't really need those notes as much as I used to, but it was a tremendous gift. And if you have not, if you have not gone there, I, I suggest you do. Or I urge, I'm just telling you what it, what it did for me, and it turned a lot of things around. But I still have work to do. I sure do. But everything is a bit easier now that I'm in the the Word of God. It really, uh, it's, uh, you know, number the the quick and easy one, quite frankly, no more drinking. But I will tell you, I, I haven't had a drink in six years, over six years. However, you know, sometimes if you kick one habit, you can adopt another bad one, or or you can become an unpleasant person. You can be like, look at me, I kicked a habit, and somehow that entitles you to, I don't know. I don't know. But I think I had a brush with that. So, okay, I want to do something. As we go into 2024, you know what I think we're all going to be called upon to do a lot more. We should do a lot more. We can't watch this year just unfold on television and kick back and watch it on TV and watch Trump do uh, amazing and outrageous things sometimes and, and hope for the best and be entertained. Our country is on the line. You know, there are evil people. There are maniacs. There are lost people who are taking control of our culture, of our politics, people who will swear up and down that somehow it is it is a right and a virtue to have drag queens hanging around, full-grown adults, adult men, by the way, dressed as women, hanging around children in public school, reading to them, that that is somehow a good thing. You know, we used to have giant... Oh, I don't know. People of reason and common sense. People that uh, the masses look to for a little bit of guidance, right, when it came to secular matters. People like William Sapphire of the New York Times or, let's see, um, uh, Jimmy Breslin of the Daily News. More recently, John Stewart. John Stewart, right, of The Daily Show. There was a time there where that guy was just speaking common sense and being really funny and amusing about it. Sure, he leaned left, but he wasn't crazy left. He was, I don't know, I really liked him. And then I saw, I've seen him lately. He's still out there trying to, doing stuff on Apple TV, I guess, Apple TV. Um, And he said, Republicans are so backwards. You know what they're trying to do? 
they're trying to regulate, you know, uh, they're, they're trying to stick to the Second Amendment. Okay, we can argue about that, but that's true. I'm a Second Amendment. They want to control who reads to your kids, what you can do in the... I'm like, wait a second, what? They want to control who you who reads to your kids. The way he framed it is as if that was like the most unreasonable thing in the world. The crazy, like, how uptight are we that we want... Not that I'm a Republican, but how could anybody be so uptight about... Those who read to their children, anybody should be able to read to children, right? Wrong. Wrong, especially if they are a radical transgender activist. Um, Anyway, we have to be involved. And whatever your issue is, I'm sure you are on the, the right side. Do you believe in borders? I believe in borders. Do you believe in unchecked immigration? I don't believe in unchecked immigration. Do you believe in having a country, a culture? Do you believe in the American way, the Constitution, Supporting the Constitution, defending the Constitution, um, or do you think it should be gutted AOC style and this place should be turned into a, a socialist haven? I don't think you think that way. I don't think that way. We must, must, must be involved, whether it's writing letters or, or, or being so knowledgeable, being so, and I got a way, you can be more informed than anyone, literally anyone in the fake news. of Congress, it's a special tool, a special, unique tool that I will show you how you can master, right? You will know more than almost everybody, literally almost everybody. It's great, and it's easy when I come back. Greg Kelly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Greg Kelly. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Greg Kelly Show. Okay, good. All right, so this is this little tool uh, that will help you know, memorize, learn just about anything anything and i've almost i've only scratched the surface with with this stuff it is the harry lorraine school of memory harry lorraine the great memory specialist slash magician slash performer uh a great man who died this did he die in 2023 i think he may have yeah i'm pretty sure he died this year he was 90 something I got to uh, work with him uh, several times. I had him on just about every show I've ever hosted. Uh, I got to know of him in the 1990s through infomercials. He was on infomercials, and he had this memory kind of um, uh, school slash products slash books that you could buy. And, well, if you – very few people actually follow through with that stuff. You know, you'd see those, learn the piano in 45 days. Well, nobody wants to do that. Uh, but there are people out there who do it and actually, you know what? Some of those programs actually work. Harry Lorraine, his programs work. 
he be, he came famous in like the late fifties, early sixties. He would go on uh, like Jack Parr or, and uh, Johnny Carson and memorize everybody's name in the audience. They'd all stand up and he'd go through Mr. And Mrs. You know, he'd know every name, and as he said the name, they would all they would sit down one at a time. And um, actually, do me a favor. We're going to find a clip. Let me get this clip for you guys. Here he is on a show a while back. This is a Johnny Carson episode. And here he, yeah, I just found it. Here he is going through everybody's name in the audience. And it is, it is an amazing thing. So he learns their name in about, just, hi, what's your name? And he learns their name. And then 40 minutes later, he gets interviewed by Johnny. And then he goes into the audience and and listen to this. It's just amazing. Harry Lorraine. Sorry, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna text you this thing now. And Bathsheba, because they're silly word pictures exactly. and easy to remember. And I do that, incidentally, let me qualify now. You know, I'm gonna go out and try to do this in the audience right. with I don't know, a couple of hundred people. Right. And people will say, Why do you want to remember that many? The answer is you don't. I I, I teach you how to do it so it's like swinging three bats to help but make it okay. easy to swing one. We're gonna take a break, and then Harry's gonna go into the audience. No, 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 no. Well, you do it right now. Should I do it right you now? You do it right now, Harry. We're going to turn the lights on. Everybody in the audience is standing up. Why don't we do it this way? With the few people yeah, who gave me their names at any time today, would you just there rise at your seat so I can see? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to... Not only do I want to remember your faces, I also want to remember your... I want to remember both. So what I'll do is I'll call your name and point to you, and then if I'm right, you can sit down, and I'll do it as quickly as I can, okay? Starting from here, that's Miss Moss, Mr. Hughes, Miss Sprague, Miss Zamost. Did I say that right? I think I said it better than you do. Okay, right over here is Miss Otto. This is Miss Blythe, Miss Emmeling, Miss Norn, this is Michael Norn, this is Mr. Lynch, uh, right over here now, this is Miss Herzman, this is Mr. LaCroix, I knew I'd have trouble with yours, I'll get to it in a minute, Mr. Halton, Mr. I want to make sure I get the telefer. Did I say that right, Mr. Telefer? Okay, I'll, I'll get to you in a minute. Right here, it's Mr. and Mrs. Mears. This is Mr. Spear. Mrs. Spear, first name Sylvester. She told me they didn't know how to spell Sylvia, I think. Uh, Silvery. Okay, right over here, Miss Alter, Mr. and Mrs. Urban. Uh, Miss Bransky. Uh, am I going too high up here so I don't want to we, confuse we Mr. McCusick and Mr. Batone and Mr. Barker? Those are the cameramen. See, it's amazing. It's amazing. And he keeps... Thank you. I'll get to you in a minute. I figure that way they'll make me look taller, see? Now, right over here, it's Mr. and Mrs. DiBiase. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Mr. and Mrs. Fernandez. Mr. and Mrs. Gerda. And he Gerda. keeps going. No, no, he keeps again. going and going right. and going. Mr. He gets Mrs. everybody in the Warlaska. audience. Hundreds of hundreds of people. Uh, and you know what? His little technique, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. I mean, he, what he did is amazing, and I'm not saying I can do that, but we're going to learn how to do basically the same thing, the essence of what Harry Lorraine did. We'll do it right here, and uh, I'll show you. And You may have to get the book if you really want to get good at it, but we're going to tackle it when we come back. Many, many thanks. Happy New Year. Greg Kelly. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Greg Kelly Show. 
Yeah, Harry Lorraine died at 96 this year. Harry Lorraine, L-O-R-A-Y-N-E. You just heard him on the Johnny Carson show back in the day. So he was uh, a New Yorker living on the uh, Lower East Side, not a good student, went to the library, said, I want to improve my memory because I want to get better grades. And uh, they directed him over to the Greek classics, and he started reading it. Anyway, he learned that the essence of memory is, mm, well, (laughs) it's kind of like this. And I don't know if Aristotle said this, but this is what he told me. You don't remember the mundane. You remember the unusual. So the trick is to turn the mundane into the unusual. If you want to remember, you have to buy, say, bread and milk, right? You got to buy bread and milk on the way home. Uh, how do you remember that? How do you, you know, such an, well, maybe you envision, I don't know, a great big loaf of Wonder Bread, right? But it has arms and legs and it's 50 feet tall and it's in the intersection and it's having a fight with a great big carton of milk and the Wonder Bread punches the milk and the milk goes all over the city and floods the city, right? And you you put that right at the intersection where you're supposed to turn into the store and get the milk. Uh, and the bread. I know that sounds crazy. It's supposed to sound crazy, but you will not forget the bread and the milk at the moment of truth. And that's kind of the essence of what he's all about here. So we're going to do a little bit of a demo right now. It's just scratching the surface. Matt Meany joins us. Matt, you are, Matt is my boss, but uh, Matt, what is your title exactly? Uh, program director. Program director. I, aren't you a vice president yet? We're working on that. Working on it. Uh, program director, uh, calls the shots here at WABC, does a great job. And uh, Matt, here's what I'd like you to do, if you don't mind. Yep. I'm going to ask you to create a list from 1 to 20, okay. right? 1 to 20. And next to each number, put an item or a person or anything in the world. Like number one could be ketchup. Number nine could be Cindy Adams, right? Just go on like that. And uh, let me know when you're done. Okay, one through 20. So um, I should put, I should tell you, you can go to his website, Harry Lorraine, L-O-R-A-Y-N-E.com. Even though he's not alive, the, the, the website is there. His books are there. And the book that I read a long time ago was the Page a Minute Memory book. Really was a fun book to read. Each page was designed to be read in a minute, like the title goes. It was only, I think, 140 pages, so you could read that book pretty quick. And it told you the basics of how to do what he just did with the audience uh, or with anything else. And one aspect that I got fairly good at, however, I, I must admit, I haven't been practicing this as much as I should. I did it a lot in flight school. I can remember all kinds of systems and meteorology terms. Uh, You had to study the weather in the military, and uh, I was able to do fairly well, at least when it came to memorization, and there's a lot to memorize, and you can do a speech this way. So what we're going to do is 1 through 20, and, uh, well, we'll just go through it, but basically you have an image in your head with every number, and there's a system to follow. This is not making sense, but I'm going to do the demonstration in a moment. And it's one of the many things that I'm going to try to do differently this year, employ that system more, 
get up at 6.30 in the morning uh, to exercise. And I know it's not comfortable, but today was a great example. My wife said, uh, what are you getting up? Uh, go back to sleep. You got uh, stuff to do later. And I said, I just kind of kept going, even though it was uncomfortable, even though my wife gave me an excuse to come back to bed. I tell you, by the time I got down there, um, to the gym, it felt wonderful. I know everybody can do this on the first day. Where will I be in 30 days? Where, where will I be in two weeks? Will I still be doing it? God, I hope so. God, I am committed to doing it. I There's so many things that I want to do to improve my life uh, from having more gratitude to being more disciplined to uh, looking at every person I come across as God's creation. You know, you think about it. God created everybody we see. God has a plan. There's a reason for everybody's existence. And we do have free will. We can either implement God's plan or we can throw it out the window and walk away from it. Uh, I want to I implement that plan, whatever it is. I know it's good. If it's his, it's got to be great. It's got to be perfect. So everybody... You know, if I see somebody, it's just some guy on the street or some somebody who's giving me a hard time. You know, I'm he's as much God's creation as I am, as you are. And when you look at people that way, I tell you, I don't know. I don't think tolerance is the word. Love, love, love for everybody. You don't have to like everybody, but you can love everybody. Uh, does that make sense, Matt? I've said that a lot. Yes, absolutely. Uh, You're 100% right. We're all God's creation, and uh, you don't have to like it, love everybody. You said love everybody, not like everybody? Yeah, you don't have to like everybody, but you can, you can love everybody. This is, I criticize people all the time. I mean, Eric Adams is a terrible, horrible, bad mayor. Uh, he is inadequate in every sense. However, I love him. I don't like him. I think he's a despicable mayor, the worst, but... God can do amazing things. Now, maybe the plan is Eric was so bad, so bad a a mayor to inspire me to run for mayor. And something great could come from something horrible. Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right. So uh, do you have the list? I have my list, Greg. All right. Now, here's what we're going to do. You will verify that I am closing my eyes and I am not writing anything down. Okay? Correct. Eyes closed, no pen, pencil, anything. Right. Now, what I would like you to do is give me that list out of order, um, any order you want, but do me a favor, for your benefit, keep track. You should put a little X next to each one you give me, you know what I mean? Got it. But number nine is whatever. Number 14 is whatever, all right? And so you'll give me the whole list. I may ask you to, like, pause for a second as I absorb it, but uh, does this make sense? Yeah, and you want me to give you the numbers or just the- Yeah, give me the number. Okay, the number and the, and the, what I have on yep. the list. Okay. All right, number one, catch-up. Number two. You're going to start with number one? All right. All num- right. Number one is catch-up. Number one, catch-up. Number oh, fi- wait, let's slow down. Number uh, 15. Number 15 is a baseball. Number 15 is a baseball. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, number five is a bagel. Number five is a bagel. Uh, okay, got it. Number seven is Joe Biden. Number seven is Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden, got it. 
Okay, number 17 is Lazy Boy, a Lazy Boy. Number 17 is Lazy Boy. 17 is Lazy Boy, okay? Number 11 is Nougat. Number 11 is nougat, nougat. Like that's the uh, not. It's not exactly caramel. It's the stuff inside a candy bar. Is that it? Yes. Nougat is. That's going to be a hard one for me. Nougat is eleven. Nougat is eleven. Okay. Okay. Number four is Kevin Drosh. Kevin Drosh is a fine engineer who works here. By the way, mm-hmm. Kevin Drosh. Is number four, okay? Yes, he is. Number eight is a can of Pepsi. Number eight is a can of Pepsi. Shoot. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Why do they? All right. I, I may have to start writing stuff down. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Keep an eye. Yep. All right. Number eight is a can of Pepsi. All right, got it. Okay, number 12 is Oreos. Number 12 is Oreos. Got it. Okay, number two is Cindy Adams. Oh, that was the one I gave you a hint about. Yeah, ca- can... catch up at Cindy Adams. She Num- gave the first number two. two is Cindy Adams. Number two is Cindy Adams. Okay. Okay. Number 14 is a rocket. Number 14 is a rocket. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Number 14 is a rocket. Okay. Number 19 is the Bible. Number 19 is the Bible. Number 19 is the Bible. Okay. Okay. Number three is Taylor Swift. Number three is Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay, number six is a Tesla car. Number six is a Tesla. Okay. Okay, number 20 is a How many numbers are between one and 20? My God. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like a lot, right? right? What what number are we on now? Number 20 is a bicycle. Okay. Okay, I think we got a couple left. That's it. Uh, number 16 is a microphone. 16 is, oh boy, 16 is a microphone. Uh, okay. Okay, number nine is Johnny Carson. Okay. Number 10 is Smith and Lewinsky. Wait, number 9 is Johnny Carson? Yeah, number 9 is Johnny number Carson. Number 9 is Johnny Carson. And number 10 is Smith and Walensky. Yep. Okay. 
Okay, uh, we got two left. Number 13 is sneakers. Uh, number 13 is sneakers. Number 13 is sneakers. Okay. And the last one here, 18, is mayonnaise. 18 is mayonnaise. Okay. All right. No, yep. Greg did not write anything down. I am very interested to see how this goes. Number one is ketchup. Number two, number uh, number two is Cindy Adams. Number three is Taylor Swift. Number four is Kevin Drosh. Number five is Bagel. Uh, Number six is Tesla. Number seven is Joe Biden. Number eight is Pepsi. Number nine is Johnny Carson. Number 10 is Tesla. Wait. No. Number 10 is um, Smith and Walensky. Number 11 is Nougat. Number 12 is Oreo. Number 13 is Sneaker. Number 14 is Rocket. Number 15, Baseball. Number 16 is Microphone. Number 17 is Lazy Boy. Wait. Number 18 is Mayonnaise. Number 19 is Bible. Number 20 is Bicycle. Greg, I am very impressed. That is spot on. You you, you got tripped up on the Tesla and, and uh, but Smith I corrected Walensky, myself, but right? you did catch yourself. So yeah. uh, the uh, now give the, me a give me an item and I'll give you the number. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, bagel. Bagel was number five. Okay, Oreos. Oreos was number eleven. Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy was number eighteen. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Lazy Boy. Oh. Was number seventeen correct? What was number eighteen? <laughs> Mayonnaise. Yes. Um, Kevin Drosh. Number four. Nougat. Eleven. Rocket. Uh, Fourteen. Can of Pepsi. I could stop right now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, just so Pepsi was eight. Eight was Pepsi. Why don't we stop there? That's pretty damn good, Greg. So the the cool part is, if I practice this, if you practice it. You could go up to a hundred. You could go up to a thousand. Now, there's more to it than hey, getting some guy to hey, give me a list and I'll memorize that list. I mean, there are things obviously you can apply it to. And the cool thing is, basically, if you ask me tomorrow or maybe even next week, I'll still know those things. Let me ask you this: as you're as I'm reading off the list to you, are you worried about forgetting? Well, I'm not really worried about forgetting. I'm concentrated, concentrating on remembering. And what, I, what you do is you create a link between the number and the item that you're trying to remember. Okay. And there is a system that, well, each number has an image associated with it that you do kind of have to learn. But that is total common sense. For instance, number one, if you write one and then you, this is the part you have to learn, and you'll learn it in the book. You write one, just a straight line, and then at the top of it, you write another one. That's T, ah, T. Okay. And the word for number one is tie, all right? This is the part you have to kind of learn, and you do learn. I'm going to do lower. Think of number two. Number two, I'm going to make a lowercase n. So number two, the, 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 the letter for number two is a lowercase n. How do you make a lowercase n? You make that one thing straight down, and then... 
the curve part next to it. One, two. All right. Now the the word for number two, N Noah, N O A H, like Noah's Ark. Right. And then let me just drop down to uh, like number eleven. That's one one. So that's N N. Wait, no, shoot. Uh, sorry. Uh, number one, let's say is 11, that's TT, right? The word for that is tot, like a little tot. So I come up with images in my head to associate uh, these words with the words you wanted me to remember. Mm-hmm. That is, it's hopefully it doesn't sound complicated. It, it really isn't. So number two was uh, Cindy Adams. And I, in my head, created an image linking Cindy Adams to Noah's Ark. <laughs> I can imagine that one. You can, and but you have to, it's got to be bizarre. And the more bizarre, the better. Yeah, you're right. That, that and, is something you were talking about earlier when you were explaining it. You, that does make a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I picture, well, you, want, you don't even want to know what I picture. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> so crazy and out there. But, you know, it, it, you picture a giant. Look, I, I pictured it. It probably wasn't as crazy as it should have been. Cindy Adams is sometimes in this room, right? Yeah. I pictured a giant Noah's Ark busting through this uh, this office, breaking the window, and Cindy uh, yelling at Noah about what the hell are you doing with this Ark here? Sounds, right? sounds pretty realistic. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's the first thing she would do. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to be. It could be just totally crazy. What's another number you gave me? Uh, like, say, number 18, mayonnaise, yeah. right? Uh, the word for mayonnaise, I'm sorry, the word for 18 is dove. T and 8, uh. Again, you'll learn it in the book, in the Harry Lorraine book, but the word is dove. And you'll know that as much as well as you know the alphabet. So I link dove and mayonnaise and, you know, a giant uh, dove f- flying into a giant can of mayonnaise or jar of mayonnaise, and the dove can't fly anymore because mayonnaise is all over the place. I mean, the more bizarre, the weirder, the better. That's probably not even weird enough, but it worked. It, it worked. And uh, all right, let me know what you think. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Greg Kelly Show. Uh, should we see if I can do that list after the commercial break? Did not write. Did I write anything down? Did not write a single thing down. Would it be more impressive if I went backwards? It would be. I would be impressed. All right, let's see here, and then, uh, uh, and then you're on your own. I'm not. A, I'm not a teacher of this stuff. Harry Lorraine teaches it uh, a million times better than I ever could, and you can buy his books. All right, number twenty was bicycle. Number nineteen was Bible. Number eighteen was mayonnaise. Number seventeen. Oh shoot, lazy boy. Number 16, microphone. Number 15, baseball. Number 14, rocket. Number 13, sneaker. Number 12, Oreo. Number 11, nougat. Number 10, Smith & Walensky. Number 9, Johnny Carson. Number 8, Pepsi. 
Number seven, Joe Biden. Number six, Tesla. Number five, Bagel. Number four, Kevin Drosch. Number three, Taylor Swift. Number two, Cindy Adams. Number one, uh, Ketchup. Yeah. All right. Harry Lorraine, L-O-R-A-Y-N-E. Thank you, Harry. Rest in peace. Great man. Great technique. Great performer. You can learn the technique. You'll never be able to perform like like Harry in front of millions of people. And Anyway, many thanks. Hey, there's practical benefit, all right? So much to learn. Do you know the Constitution by heart? Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.